0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Smart Business Chicago. It's a podcast by the city's Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection to help businesses and consumers get the information they need to succeed. And we're also sharing important advice for our entrepreneurs and highlighting important businesses in Chicago. My name is Rosa Escareño, and I'm the commissioner for the department. And today I'm excited to have a guest who is going to introduce us to an amazing concept that has come to Chicago. Morgan Olson is the editor of Time Out Chicago and speaking about Time Out Chicago. Hello. What is going on? So much. Hi, welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Morgan, tell us, listen, I am just so excited about this food hall concept. Very recently, we have started to talk about the food hall concept uh, and how these food halls are becoming such a popular concept across the country. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about who you are and then we wanna hear all about Time Out Market Chicago. Is Absolutely. that right? That's, that's perfect, yeah. Um, so tell me who you are. Perfect. And we know about Time Out Chicago, the magazine, because it's it's been around forever, and yeah. we love it because it's a wonderful resource. But now Time Out Chicago Magazine, and now there is this market food hall concept. Tell me more.
1: Absolutely, so Time Out Chicago, the publication, has been around in Chicago for the last 15 years, pointing people to the best things to eat, drink, do, see, experience. Whether it's your first weekend in Chicago, you've got a day to spend here, or you've lived here all your life. Um, We really have a little bit of something for everyone. Um, And Time Out Market is kind of the evolution of a media brand, of being able to provide a living, breathing, brick and mortar space for our readers and you know, new audience to come and experience us and come and experience things that as an editorial team, we actually stand behind and love and represent um, through our publication. So in my mind, it's a very special opportunity for a media brand to kind of open the next chapter. It's a special time in media, and I think that brands are looking for new ways to engage audience, stay relevant, and this feels very authentic to me. So Time Out Chicago for me
0: for years has been the resource of what am i going to do this weekend <laughs> or where are we and you know my coworkers or friends where are we going out afterwards yeah. and it's it's always been a resource of what's the latest what theaters what you know new clubs new bars new restaurants and so i've always used it as that kind of a resource and we know it's a magazine that just highlights the best of hospitality and and much more but how does a media company decide to go into the uh, hospitality industry with just this evolution of different concepts out there. To me, this is one of the most interesting concepts. The media magazine goes into the hospitality world. How did that come about? (laughs) And where
1: where does it stem from? Where did it come from? Absolutely. So this story starts actually about 10 years ago in Lisbon. So 4,000 miles away, across the ocean. Um, The editorial team there was bidding on a space in Lisbon that was a market that had fallen into disrepair. And the city there was looking for someone or something to come in and revitalize the area, add culture, add value to that space. And the Time Out magazine in Lisbon bid on it, won the bid, and their bid was simple. It was, what we are doing as a magazine is pointing people to the best things to eat, drink, and do. So we already have these connections. We know who these people are. We keep in touch with them often for the purpose of publication editorial. So why don't we bring them into a space and fill it with food and culture and drink and amazing experiences that we can offer up as a part of our publication, another arm of our publication. Wow. Yeah. So that Time Out Lisbon opened in 2014. Today, it is one of the, I think it's not the top most popular. Tourist attraction in Lisbon. In Lisbon, wow! Millions of of people go there every year to experience the best of the city under one roof.
0: When did that? When did you say that launched? That opened in
1: 2014. Okay, yeah. And so, so, what's happened since that? Absolutely. So, this last year, um, we have launched in Miami, New York, Boston, Montreal, and now Chicago is the last one of the year.
0: And And the best,
1: of course. Of course. It's going to be, it's it's already amazing. (laughs) I just haven't been there. So I promise I'm going in the next two weeks. And it's fun because Chicago is actually the biggest in North America. Um, So we weigh in at 50,000 square feet across three floors. And we've got plans for expansion in 2020, 2021 to London, Prague, Dubai. Um, So this is just just the, the first taste of of timeout market and what we can be and what we will evolve to be. So, with uh, what
0: you learned in 2014 through Lisbon, yeah, I'm guessing like several light bulbs just went off in timeout the media side. Absolutely. What does this new concept now mean for the total timeout brand? Is this now a kind of a media company with this additional? Is this like one big umbrella or is this a new subsidiary? And what is doing better? What's growing more? Are, do, are they both growing?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would say we are so dependent on each other, the Timeout Media brand and the Timeout Market brand. Um, we rely on each other in the sense that these markets are curated by the editorial teams. Wow. Um, there's a strong okay. value from the market side of Things that you know. There's the storied media brand. We've built the reputation in these cities, and our editors have become trusted experts in in that world. Um, so, from the editorial perspective, I really appreciate that the market brand um, lifts us up. And really respects our opinions on things, um, and especially from a hyper local perspective, mm-hmm. um, there really is a dedication to honoring each city and its identity. Um, so we really are, you know, attached at the hip um, when it comes to market and media side of things. So just based on the growth, it's been a winning recipe. Absolutely, and we've been so thrilled with um, the reception that we've gotten from Chicagoans here, but also. So people who are visiting Chicago for the first time. I was sitting at a table for lunch the other day in the market and a young man, an author from Los Angeles sat down across from me and we started talking. And he said, you know, I, I landed today, I'm, I'm out of town, you know, in, in two days and I wanted to come have this experience because I knew I could try Michelin starred chefs, you know, critically acclaimed mom and pops, um, some of the best restaurants in Chicago in one place. And I only have so much time here. And this was really valuable to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I know that you
0: have a kind of a, a little bit of a tagline that you go, if it's good, it goes in the magazine. If it's great, it goes in the market. And I think what you just said is kind of the why an individual, if you really want the best of the best, Absolutely. go to this one place if you have limited time. And if you don't, you just wanna like really have the best of the best yeah. any night of the week, this is where you go. Yes. So, Tell us a little bit about the space itself here in Chicago. We know there's several restaurants, bars, et cetera, but tell us about the space, who's
1: in it, and how those individuals are selected. You bet, yeah, the building is really interesting in and of itself. It's in the historic Fulton Market District. So we're right at Fulton and Sagamon, um, and it's this beautiful two-story building historically that had been used for meatpacking. Um, as much of the area you know, has been developed, and it was important to time out as a new neighbor in that uh, area to maintain that look and that feel and to effortlessly blend in with the neighborhood. Um, so we actually ended up rebuilding the structure using historical brick that had been used originally in that building. We added, of course, beautiful windows so that people can look in, look out, amazing touches architecturally. But it was important to us to maintain that integrity too Mm -hmm. um, and to really give back to the community and its original intention of being this marketplace, place where food vendors came and sold and and did their thing um, historically. So- I think that's so special that you are Continuing in that because the Fulton market, for those that
0: may not know, mm-hmm. today is one of our most thriving neighborhoods and it's growing uh, so fast. So fast. Um, just right outside of the loop. But I think maintaining that history, even in the structure of this timeout market, is so essential and important to us as Chicagoans, but it also maintains with the culture and the tradition. So that's good to hear that you guys yeah. thought about it in that great of detail.
1: Yeah, and the the structure itself it it's fifty thousand square feet spread across three floors. We did go ahead and add a rooftop deck to the the third I'm floor hearing because it's coming this
0: year. Yeah, that's going to be the place to be seen totally and, to see and, and look and, out. <laughs>
1: and it's an all seasons rooftop bar, so you know there is the sprawling terrace that I. Can can't wait to hang out and, and drink rosé this summer. But we also have an all seasons bar named Tony's that's covered and heated and you can hang out there in the dead of winter. And that's actually named after Time Out Media founder Tony Elliott, okay. who started the publication on some birthday money that his aunt gave him. Oh, wow. What um, a fun story. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun space. We've got some vintage Time Out Um, covers hanging up in that space, too, to just kind of bring home the brand representation as well. Okay, wonderful. Tell us about some of the restaurants
0: and and bars, and you're saying that the editors are the curators, Mm -hmm. and you talked earlier about how they know know, what the best restaurants are or what the unique concepts are. Are you bringing those in, and then how does that work? Are they there temporarily?
1: Are they there more permanently? How does it work? Yeah, we started this curation process um, just about two and a half years ago. And it really started with categories that we knew we wanted represented there, that represented and stayed true to Chicago. And so for every city, you will see different food categories across the board that are representative of that city. So for Chicago, we knew we had to have the pizza, the hot dog, the Italian beef. But then looking beyond that, you know, representing our vibrant Mexican community, representing Vietnamese food, um, Asian cuisine. Pasta, Italian community was really, really important to us as well. Um, So from there, having those categories, we went through and we said, who is the best of the best in that area? And we started approaching people and pitching our idea and asking them to join us. And for a lot of small independent business owners, the West Loop is frankly unattainable at the moment. Right. Um, no, it is. It's too expensive to be there. It's the hot place to be. Yeah. And so this offers the unique opportunity of having a second location in a neighborhood like West Loop or Fulton Market that they might not otherwise be able to afford. And to have that representation in the neighborhood is really special, at least from what we've heard from the business owners that we've partnered with. And, you know,
0: we appreciate that because we know Chicago is a culinary capital and so we love the fact that you're uh, highlighting that but importantly based on what you're saying is that you're bringing the neighborhoods into a space where so many people that would traditionally not have the opportunity to be in the neighborhoods to actually be able to experience that there it's a winning formula for the business owner Mm -hmm. but also the experience that a, a customer gets by having more exposure to all these businesses.
1: Exactly. And so we were so thrilled with the lineup that we've come up with um, and the chefs who accepted our invitation. You know, we've got everybody from Los Larson doing award-winning pastries up in Andersonville now with us. We've got Tai Dang, who makes the most beautiful Vietnamese fare you can Ever imagine to John Mannion, Abe Conlon, Brian Fisher, Zoe Shore of Split Rail? It's just—it's a really fun group of folks who are very devoted to their their craft and just make beautiful food. And you really can't go wrong. You I can't. mean, oh my god, oh my god! I gosh. can't wait to go. It's so fun. You but have to. But beyond
0: food and and drinks, mm-hmm. which are yummy. I saw the website, <laughs> the, everything looks amazing.
1: There's also uh, entertainment and event space. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. Absolutely, so I view kind of um, the first floor, what's happening down there with all of our chefs and kitchens as you know, the dining room of, of a house. But what we're offering on the second floor through activations and cultural experiences is really the living room of the home. Okay. Um, it invites you to stay a while, have a different experience, come back and join us for something Different. So last night we were doing pasta making classes with Tortello, doing fresh oh handmade God. pasta. Um, and this is an experience a... that that
0: anyone can absolutely. So in? Okay. it's a
1: ticketed experience, okay. but they run them every Wednesday night, and then Sundays they run pasta making classes for the kiddos too. Oh wow! Yeah, my, my son would love that. I know, and you know, we've got all these these fun experiences happening even around the holidays of inviting the Chicago Children's Choir into sing carols for us. Um, doing a wreath-making workshop, cocktail-making workshops, that kind of thing. So on the editorial side, too, we're constantly thinking, you know, what what do people want? You know, what's drawing attention? What could we curate in that space to make people come back and and have a really nice time with us? It's that experience absolutely. Uh, that is
0: the new kind of way to run business these days. To yes. be honest. People are not going to go somewhere where they don't have a full experience. You want to so, feel connected to it. Absolutely. I love the concept. Tell me a little bit more about you. How have
1: you become involved? What is a little bit of how you got here? Yeah. And tell us a little bit about who you are. Sure. Um I come from a very traditional print media background. I was lucky enough to study journalism in college and score journalism jobs thereafter. I know that's a rare experience these days. I worked in celebrity entertainment for a couple of years out in Los Angeles before relocating to Chicago five, six, seven years ago now, it must have been. Um, and I landed at Tribune Group, working through a couple of their publications with teenagers in the city to create a publication called The MASH, which no longer exists, sadly, to working my way up to Red Eye, okay. um, which is when I got into the the food and drink scene. And so you were covering
0: a, a hospitality, essentially, yeah. in, in the Red Eye. Okay.
1: Yeah, okay. that's when I really got hooked on on Chicago's food and drink. I think it's a really special city, especially right now, to be in for food and beverage. And I got my first taste of it, got hooked, um, and worked there for for many years before I jumped the boat to timeout. And one thing that really drew me in with timeout before the market concept ever became a, a thing on my radar was the attention to detail on building a business that was sustainable in media um, through authentic experiences. So the thing that drew me in was actually book now buttons on our site. Um, I knew that there was someone within the business who had a mind to say, okay, we need to expand what we do, keep it authentic, but be able to point people to things that they can actually book and buy and experience. For me, that has grown tenfold with the market experience that I've been able to be a part of. And I think that's, for me, what really sets Time Out apart and was such an appealing part of joining this team three years ago. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Also, just in terms of uh, the evolution
0: of, of media, yeah. right? I mean, magazines in the physical form are, are kind of becoming obsolete, Absolutely. but we still need that news angle. We still need the stories, that information. So tell us what else is coming? What's different? Can we book online? Can we um, can we make reservations online? And then what else is next? What, what do you think is coming next?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to answer your first question, yes, you can book events on the market, uh, events at the market online at timeoutmarket.com slash Chicago. There's, there's no reservations to dine with us, which I think is an important thing to mention, because it really is. We want people to be able to come in, grab a seat at a communal table, and to have an experience with a michelin star chef, a James Beard winning chef, without having to make a reservation or you know pay a, a, a ticketed fee to do that, which is really special. I think that Time Out group in general is solving a problem that media has seen and been experiencing for years and years. Um, And I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited that it's something that's so authentic to the brand and feels very um, connected and real and never forced. Um, And I'm looking forward to seeing not only how the markets in North America evolve over the next year, but you know, adding on this global presence of London and Dubai and Prague um, over the next two years, how that kind of changes and develops and um, pushes this brand forward. Um, I think we'll see more eyes on timeout um, with international travelers mm-hmm. um, who say Oh, yeah, I, I know that because we've got timeout in Chicago, but today I'm in Dubai and I can trust this brand, not only the editorial side to point me to the best things to do this week or this weekend, but I can rest assured that if I'm dining at Time Out Market Dubai, I'm having the best of the city under one roof and that consistency across the brand I think will be very important over the next and I think five it, years. I think
0: it goes back to the one traveler that said I only have a short time and yes. this was the place to come <laughs> because I can get it all here. Absolutely. So if you had- Advice uh, mm-hmm. for businesses that are—I mean, certainly this is the evolution, and this is uh, this is such an exciting concept. But just in general, for businesses to stay on top of the game, what are, is some advice to uh, to be a smart business these yeah. days?
1: That's so funny. I, I was reading this question, and I—I I know you asked this question, and it's funny for me coming from a journalism background and so far from the business world. Um, but this last year has given me a lot of business experience, um, and really. Me into it, and it's it's been exciting and thrilling. And I think what I've learned that's most important, aside from uh, filling a void and meeting a need of the community that you serve, it's being passionate about your project and having a story behind it that ties to your personal life story. But also staying authentic, whether it's to yourself or to the bigger business that you represent, because I think that is. Equally important to filling a consumer void of being really authentic, being passionate about it, because that shows, and I think it drives people to be excited about the brand, and as excited as you are. So for me, that's what I've learned. I don't know if a a business school student would maybe laugh at me, but... No. (laughs) Actually, you know
0: why I, I really wanted to hear your perspective? is because you are in the media world, and I think covering stories about the industry and not just now with the business concept is as you've covered stories and written about the industries, yeah. you have a unique perspective. And so I really appreciate that. And I think it's very, very spot on. So thank, thank you. you. So tell people where they can go to find you. Give us the address. Tell us when we should come. Invite
1: Absolutely. Us. Come join us for breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, happy hour, whatever. You may have. I'm coming. We are located at 916 West Fulton Market. It's on the corner of Fulton and Sagamon. I like to tell people it's between duck, duck, goat and the aviary smack dab in the middle. You can book classes online at timeoutmarket.com Chicago. And you can still read about amazing things to do here in Chicago at timeout.com Chicago. We're also on Instagram at timeoutmarketchicago and Time out Chicago. You know
0: what? You just reminded me, I can actually those can be my gifts to people. Yeah. Those classes.
1: Please. Oh my god, this is an awesome idea. It's so much better to give a gift that's an experience yes. and, and something really Chicago too. That's And I special. don't think they've been there,
0: so I think it'll be a nice surprise. Good. Thank you so much for being here, Morgan. <laughs> Thank I really you for appreciate having me our time. That. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.